Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. In today's message, I'm continuing my discussion on the book of James, or the epistle of James, and I'm talking about today faith and deeds. Now, in chapter 2, which is a powerful chapter, anybody who has listened to my episodes on sharing the word, I talked about chapter 1, and listening and doing, I talked about favoritism in chapter 2 of James as well. Today, in the book of James, or the epistle, we talk about faith and deeds, and here's where I want to. I want to really want to take time. I want to almost have like a fire. Uh, I guess a <laughs> not a fire. I don't want to have a fire. I want to sit at the fireplace with you. How about that? I want to sit at the fireplace and have this discussion. And I could be at. <laughs> I do a take five in front of a fireplace. That's why I'm smiling and laughing when I'm saying this. And um, I, I like being around a fireplace. It's just it's just a cool thing. But here's where I want to go with this. There's people who always. Uh, I, and I use the word always carefully, but watch this. Who always say, you know what? I do this, I do this, I do this, I have this, I do that. You know, you know how you get around those people that always talk about all their works that they do. And I, and I say that respectfully because I'm a person who can do a lot. I, I got to say, I do a lot because that's the gifts that God has gave me. I, 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 I'm a multitasking kind of guy, so I do a lot of things. I do this, then I do this, I do this. Even in my ministry... In a given week, and this is why my, my board gets a, a kick out of this, I study throughout the week. And I mean, I'm in the Word throughout the week, and I may be in the studio recording audio uh, uh, sharing the Word or take fives or whatever, audio version of our, our, our broadcast, and get three, four messages preached during that week and do the same thing with our video um, take fives or sharing the word. So what I'm getting at is I do a lot of recordings in the studio, but I'm studying throughout the week and that's a lot of time. And then I go out and I do other things. And people keep asking me, how do you have time for all this? And I say, because my time belongs to God and, 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 and I follow his schedule. See, my friends, we do things by works and we think that's going to please God, but we think by being busy, that's going to please God too. I'm busy, but I'm not doing it to impress anybody or trying to please anyone. I'm just doing what God called me to do. In a Christian walk, it's not the number of times I'm in the studio or the number of times I'm out working. It's not the number of times. Those are called works. I want you to hear me. Those are works. Look, God, I did this today. Aren't you happy? <laughs> Look, God, I just did the following. Are you happy? And God's going to look at us and say, where's your faith? You know, it's amazing when you read through the stories of the Gospels, and the apostles are seeing everything that Jesus was doing, and yet every time Jesus healed somebody, raised the dead, or whatever he was doing, or, or fed the multitude of 4,000 and 5,000 people, they always operated with fear, and that was frustrating for Jesus. And he says, where's your faith? Where's your faith? So I'm going to say the same thing to you. You could be busy at your church doing a lot of things. You could be busy on the job doing a lot of things. But the minute you operate in fear, you have no faith. Because fear is the opposite of faith. And people say, I'm afraid of this. I'm scared of that. You know, uh, it gets to the point where I'm afraid. I'm scared. You know, I was fearful of this. Oh, we got to stop that. Because you can't show 
the world, I always got to say the world, who Jesus is if you don't operate in faith. If you operate in fear, then you're just like the world. And I have a series called I Choose to Fear the Lord. So you got to listen to that coming up too as well. So James is saying the same thing. I don't want the world to see all the great things I do uh, in the physical sense or the physical realm of doing. But if I lack faith, if I don't have any faith, then how can I please God according to Hebrews eleven six? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Listen to me, my friends. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You must believe that he exists, Hebrews eleven six, and that he's a rewarder for those who seek him. So James is saying in verse 14, what good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is that? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, it is dead. So it's pretty much uh, saying this to us today. You can be so busy doing a lot of good things, but if you have no faith while you're doing it because you live in fear, your works ain't pleasing God. Contrasting that, but you can have faith to move a mountain, but you ain't doing nothing to prove that you have faith by doing any works. What's the point of that? This is the whole point. There has to be a balance. Faith and works have to come together. Not fear and works, because you fear man. Faith and works. But remember this. Your faith is in God, not your abilities not in man. If you have faith in God, because you seek God, God will tell you to do something that would produce the evidence, the fruits of the Spirit, which will be works. Don't do things to please man and then masquerade it as though you're doing it for God to give the appearance you have faith. That's a counterfeit. So when you're busy working at your church because you believe God told you to do it, then do it with all your might and with faith. You've got to do it with faith. If you're doing the works in a church, but you're doing it to please man, it's absent of faith because you're pleasing man. Listen to me. This is, this is not hard, but a lot of people kind of muddy it up. Faith without works is dead. Now, faith without works is dead. I always say peanut butter and jelly makes a great sandwich. Okay? I can have peanut butter, but I got to have jelly with it. <laughs> My mouth's going to stick if I don't put some jelly with that peanut butter. Okay. Faith is a gift from God. You can't get faith on your own. Faith is a gift from God. So if you're going to do works that you believe God told you to do, do it by faith. Let us live by faith, not by sight. Let us walk in faith, and let us not ever walk to please man. Because if you're pleasing man, and think that you're doing something that God will be pleased, if it's not being done 
by faith, it is sin. It is not pleasing God. Everything has to be done with faith. So faith produces the works that God called you and purposed for your life to accomplish or to do. It's not hard. So again, let me close by saying this. Faith will always produce the fruits and the evidence by the works that come with it. If you say you believe God and you live by faith, then the works or the actions will support that. If you're working and thinking you're doing things to please God, but it's really pleasing man, then there's no faith involved because it is accompanied by people-pleasing or fear that nobody's going to approve of you, then that's not faith. Without the faith, you can never please God. Amen? You can never please God. And then he goes, he says in verse 17, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. That's previously what I just was just sharing with you. Then he says, but someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, and they shudder. You foolish man, do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our ancestor Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. So I'm going to stop, because most of the time, when I look at people who say they believe in God, their works don't support it. They discriminate, they gossip, they lie, they steal, they cheat, they do all these different things. You get where I'm going with this, so watch this. But then are people who have faith in God, and the fruits of the Spirit, their, their love for one another, show it. Their actions show it. So we have to remember that our words alone does not please God. Listen to me. I can say I have faith. You can say you have faith. We both say it. But what does our actions prove? If your actions prove, because you say you have faith in God, you believe that God exists, but yet you leave the conversation and you do stuff that doesn't support your faith in God. Or you're busy gossiping, lying. You're busy doing things in the world that is contrary to the word of God. Don't say you believe in God if your works or your actions don't support it. Intellectual knowledge of God doesn't mean you have faith. Listen to me carefully. A knowledge, an intellectual knowledge of God, an academic understanding through the scriptures, knowing there's a God, doesn't mean you have faith in God. God will test your faith. And if you have faith, God will tell you to do something by works to prove to him that you believe in him, just like he did Abraham. But if you're doing works without faith, you're wasting your time. Don't do things around the house. Don't do things around a church if your faith in God doesn't even exist. Or you say you have faith, but you know you really don't. 
Faith without works is always going to be dead. But works alone will never get you into heaven. Faith and the works that please God or call, or call it obedience will always, listen to me, will always get you into heaven. Pleasing man by doing works doesn't please God. It is faith in God and doing what God called you to do, which is always going to be an action word of activity, which is works, will always get you into heaven because faith plus obedience equals time with God. Faith works is being obedient. Faith in God works obedience will always please God. Now, when Abraham said he had faith in God, God tested him. And Abraham took the gift that God gave him, his son Isaac, and tried to offer it to God. That's showing works. Some of the works that God's going to call you to do to prove that you have faith in him are going to be difficult. Let me close with this. The things to prove that you have faith in God God's going to test you with some things that you might not approve of, you never thought of. He might say, I want you to be a pastor. He might want you to move. He might want you to go do give your money away. He might have you do something to sow a sacrifice to see if your faith in him, you trust him. I don't know what that's going to be. But when it happens, you're going to know that was God telling you to do that. It's always going to be determined by God if your faith is real, just like Abraham. And then when God stopped Abraham from offering Isaac, God said, now I know you fear me. Now I know you love me. Now I know you believe in me. I know you do <laughs> because the gift I gave you, you're willing to give that up for me. That's works. So what God is showing us in that story, don't just say you believe in God. Prove it by your actions. You hear what I'm saying to you? Don't say you believe in God if you don't love your brother. Don't say you believe in God if you can't forgive somebody. Don't say you believe in God, have faith in God, if you take every episode in life and personalize it as an attack when it really isn't. It could be God testing you or testing your faith. Go through it and let the fruits of that testing show the world, show God that you have faith in him. My friends, there's so much we could talk on this chapter, but I got to close because of time. But I want you to understand this. We're going to talk about chapter three coming up soon. For me, I really get tired of hearing people say they believe in God. People use that as some kind of cloak or some kind of ticket or some kind of uh, blanket to make everybody go, oh, okay, because you say you believe in God. But when you say you believe in God, you can only believe in God because of faith, okay? And if you say you believe in God, just because your word said it don't mean nothing if the works that come with that don't prove that you believe in God. It's the antithesis of everything you just said. So let your words, I believe in God, I have faith in God, have the actions have the works of loving your fellow man, not discriminating against that fellow man. 
not showing partisanship, not, not showing evil towards somebody. Because everything is going to be manifested or proven by what, you do, by what you do. So if you're going to say you believe in God or say you love God, but yet you hate somebody, you do all the wrong things, your, your actions don't support your faith in God, then your works are dead and your belief in God don't matter. Because to the world, you're a hypocrite. Because you say it doesn't mean that anything you do is going to be pleased by God. It, God ain't going to please everything you do if it, if it doesn't line up to the word of God. My friends, don't make this difficult. If you have faith in God, then love God. If you have faith in God, then obey God. If you love God and have faith in God, then love your fellow man. Those works alone will prove that you are a child of God. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Join me again on another episode of Sharing the Word. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ.